Pull up a chair in the Marvel Champions Lounge and join your host, Moose and Ghost Dog. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of uh, the MC Lounge uh, podcast here with Moose. Hi, I'm Moose. And we got Ghost Dog over there. So, yeah, episode 27. What's going on, Ghost Dog? How you been, man? What is going on, everybody? Doing well. Doing well. I'm really excited about today's episode. Yeah, no, I was too, man. Uh, you you kind of kept the guest uh, a little bit of surprise for me uh, for a little bit there. So, no, I appreciate it. It's always fun. I do enjoy surprises. Uh, but no, I was really excited to uh, when you did let me know who we were, uh, who we were going to have on here. So without further ado, uh, he hasn't taken a day off in over a year. Uh, he posts daily news for our MCOC community. Um, he is on the front line of the news. He co-hosts his own podcast or host. He does both. Uh, every, everybody <laughs> give a, a warm welcome uh, to Dan from Frontline, man. How you doing, man? Thanks for joining Hey, us. I am uh, doing really well. And uh, just so you know, the, the streak is at 423 days of news okay. right now. <laughs> so, uh, yep, no days off for over a year. Thanks for having me. And uh, you guys yeah. have... Uh, I love your intro so much. It just makes me feel good. Like you get hyped, you get excited to talk about the game. So just love, I love that bit of production to just kick things off. It's awesome. Awesome, man. I, I definitely appreciate it, man. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff. It's, uh, you know, it's cool. Oh yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. So yeah, man. So uh, yeah, so we had a uh, so like I said, Ghost Dog. He had um, uh, uh, you know, he kind of kept it in the dark for a little bit, and he's kind of been doing his own little thing. Did you want to just go off and and start into that, or did we want to go into some uh, some other news and, and see what's going on around the community before we hopped into that? Oh uh, well, let's let's talk with Dan for a little bit. Uh, the reason cool. the reason why I brought Dan on, him and I were talking kind of PM and in the CCP chat with some other CCP members, and I brought up the question about new player progression and i forgot that dan at the time i had forgot that he had started a new account um so with that new account um i i figured it'd be great for us to talk about you know how dan with the new account versus his old account uh how that progression has gone for him what are some of the differences he's noticed uh in any changes from when he first started which if you can remember back that far Oh yeah. Now. <laughs> Cuz I'm pretty sure the initial, I'm sure the initial one was much further back. Oh yeah, no, the initial one uh, I picked the game up in February of 2015, so a uh, first account was a long time ago. I'd <laughs> be doing yeah. some of this stuff for sure, for sure. But it, it really sparked a, a thought process of are new players really progressing through the game a little too quick? in not really learning in or growing their rosters and then running into a wall of frustration when they can't complete something. Yeah. Um, but first, let's go back and let's talk about your experiences with your mini account, and then we can come back to that. Yeah, I'm really enjoying uh, the, the Frontline Junior experience, uh, learning what the, the new players have to go through. Uh, nowadays, I'm really focused on the story quest. that I'd like to 100% through Act 5. Uh, and write some guides um, all the way through with with the new account and sort of the limitations. That's really what it started with is I wanted to do some Act 4 and Act 5 guides. But if I went in there with my account now, it would be kind of pointless, even if I restricted myself um, to, uh, say, four-star champions or whatever as a challenge. I, I didn't think it'd be accurate. So I wanted to just start over. Um but the first thing you notice when you start an account in 2020 versus 
uh, say 2015 is how quickly you get champions above the two star level. And I think that really sets people up for some pain later on. And we've been seeing that with some of the reaction to Canadian difficulty and, and, and especially Cavalier difficulty. I think we've been seeing uh, some pain points uh, because of that the last few months, but it's like, I I'm halfway through act two now and I have uh, three, five stars. Um, And you just, you know, act two was not designed for uh, five star champions or four star champions. Really with, with my main account, I didn't get a four star, my first four star, which was uh, OG Thor. I did not get him until a hundred percent of act three. And now you can get four stars quite easily in act one and five stars uh, in act two, because the side quests are ridiculous, right? Like if you can, if you can hold your combo and parry, you can get a featured five star crystal from mutant treasure Island. You know, maybe it might cost you a few revives if you uh, unfortunately draw old man Logan as the boss, but, I mean, if you're in Act Two, a featured five star is definitely worth a handful of revives if you I, farm them, right? I like, and I disagree. and I pulled Captain America: Infinity War from him, <laughs> from that crystal, right? Like that's just that's insane. So you're you're rolling through the middle of Act Two with Defender PI of six hundred, seven hundred, maybe eight hundred for the boss, and you've got you know two thousand PI five stars. Like you don't have to think. And I, I think a lot of this progression, the progression issues we're seeing later on from players who maybe joined the game in the last years, the early game is so easy for them because of how quickly they can acquire these awesome champions at four and five star level. And, you know, Act 2 is not tuned for uh, Black Widow Deadly Origin <laughs> or you know, Corvus or anything like that. It's really, really bland. Uh, they they never even updated. Actually, the end of Act One is actually harder than the beginning of Act Two because they revised Act One and they never revised Act Two. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so like at the end of Act One, like you might run into a Spider Gwen or a Black uh, Panther Civil War or a Gladiator Hulk, where you might have to like actually concentrate on learning a mechanic. But the beginning of Act Two, it's like oh, like Juggernaut's not duped, Rhino's not duped, like that's. That, that's as much as the challenge gets to, you know? So, like, it's just parry and, and combo and, and win. So you're not... There's no real puzzles to solve. And when you get later into the game and you have to read nodes and you have to think about matchups, um, you're not really being exposed to that as an early game player in the story quest content. And the reason I think that's a really big deal is because if you join the game and you ask, hey, what should I do in Marvel Contest of Champions? The first bit of advice you're going to get is get uncollected, then get Cavalier. And as of uh, Friday, we'll get Thronebreaker as soon as you can. And if you make a beeline for that, you're going to miss a lot of the twists and turns and detours along the way. Um, and I think that really hurts your growth as a player. So that's like, I think that's where a lot of the pain points are coming from. It's the the easy acquisition of overpowered champions with a uh, a story quest that is severely out of date um, for the champions that are, are getting acquired and you're you're able to to challenge it with and then 
sort of that advice to get the whatever the hot big title is at the time without the explanation of you know how you really need to learn how to play the game um i i think that's the that's the biggest thing for me okay okay so i'm trying to put myself back in the shoes of a when i first started the game and moose you as well put yourself back in the shoes when you first start the game what were some of your early pain points that you thought about um i can remember like myself i was really casual uh when i first started the game Uh, i didn't even think about joining an alliance for the first year um i was playing so i could kind of just pick up the game and play as i play as i went so i I didn't really do a lot of uh worry if how fast i got through things right and the alliance portion of the game was not nearly as robust as it is now yeah so there weren't all these alliance events and uh alliance quest to be even even if you play a little bit of map one map two you're going to get all the catalysts you need at that level my real pain point on the um on my new account is just i can't get iso because it's basically impossible to dupe a champ as a beginning player right <laughs> because you've got you're spinning premium hero crystals with 150 champions in them it's you know, we take it for granted like oh I'm going to pop open some some PHCs or some three th- three stars and four stars, and I have all of them, and I'm going to get a bunch of dupes and a bunch of ISO, and I'm ranking my champs. New players can't do that. They they are so ISO poor right now, which in a way is like it, it's okay because it 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 does limit you know it does limit them. There has to be some sort of chase, but I've always found like ISO and gold are not fun things to chase right right <laughs> like you you really feel like you should have enough of those especially if you're playing the game um you're chasing after a champion chasing after uh maybe a tier two uh alpha or a, a tier five basic like yeah like that's something to work for but like grinding out little bits of iso and hoping you dupe the class of the champion you need to rank up your favorite champion that's that's not super fun Okay. Yeah. No, I would. Uh, I would totally agree with that. Right now, I um like right now I have uh, three accounts um, that I'm kind of running at a, uh, I guess regular basis. One of them isn't very regular, but uh, yeah. uh, for the most part, they were kind of regular, and um, like all of those accounts are really at all kind of different levels, um, and it's really just kind of roster. I mean, I've had them all relative, not all, but two of my alts. I've had them for the same amount of time. So, um, seeing those pain points and like, so like, so my, uh, I guess my first all, if you will, the one that's uncollected, uh, out of 10, no, 12, uh, five stars that I've opened, uh, I have a, a Captain Marvel movie, a Doom, an Aegon, uh, Namor, um, I don't know, like, like, you're oh, sitting pretty, deadly... <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. Black Widow, Deadly Origins. So like, um, like. It's, it's crazy. Like, I, I can't rank them fast enough. One, I don't play it enough. But yeah. also, like, uh, one, I, one, like, one of the caveats to open up to opening up crystals that I've been learning in this article I've been writing is uh, the amount of time that you spend in the game is part of, like, um, you know, kind of one of the layers of opening a crystals and what they're going to get you, which is just player retention, which is mm. exactly kind of what we're talking about is player retention. Yeah. Those, those pain put that line so i haven't i don't log into that account other than to do the bare minimum <laughs> and my five-star openings have been absolutely right. insane 
Um, whereas my main account, which I leave open literally pretty much all day while I'm at my desk, I get three king groups. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, so like, you know, th that's that's the story of, uh, of that. But, you know, I'm going to go into more detail about that. But there was a few points that you were talking about um, that I, I wanted to kind of get a little bit more sure. and, and share my thoughts on when, when you were talking about was, you know, when you're saying progressing too fast, like um, one, I, I would you know, like I kind of, we were just talking about that. Like you just, you can't rank them up fast enough. So, um, you know, that's, it was an interesting point that you progress, like one would progress too fast. It's an interesting point, but th that led you into a point to where you kind of hit this roadblock. Well, how do you, um, where's that, how do you fill that gap? You know, like how do you think you would feel the gap? My thought is, and like one of the things that um, like kind of, uh, we're working on here this uh we're doing another podcast alliance news i'm, I'm doing a lot of podcasts here. <laughs> um, but like uh, it's fun because like i'm trying to like get my you know advice and everything out but the only thing that i've found as far as um, those fun and interactive nodes that help those progressing players or those people hit that wall or, or you, like you're saying, you really learn how to play the game, put that puzzle together. Yeah. The only place you're really getting that is um, I feel is like Alliance Quest mini bosses. That's that's like really the only place you're getting it. And those people and like a lot of the people feel so intimidated by that. Right. Um, that they don't even go after it. Yeah. So they wouldn't want to die. I'm wondering yeah. what. Yeah, what else? Like, how else could do you think that they'd be able to maybe like add fun <coughs> interactive nodes that don't absolutely kill you in Act One and Two, or like, how do you think? Where do you think? How do you think they can like kind of put that puzzle in there? Yeah, I I do think that they could add some nodes to Act Two, Act Three. That that would be one way to do it, just to get you in the habit of saying like, hey, I've got to read this, even if it's something really really simple. Like uh, maybe some of the nodes track, yeah, diss track. You know, it's it's been amazing how much and how much of an issue diss track and buffed up have been over the past three months. We saw them in Canadian difficulty, and you could really tell who had run map seven and who hadn't by yeah, right. the reaction <laughs> to diss track and buffed up because. I, as, as someone, you know, when you play map six, map seven, there's like two types of nodes. There's one that you have like diss track or buffed up that determine who you're going to take in, but don't really change your play style. And then there's other nodes True. that, that drastically affect how you're going to play the node. A lot of those are like the modifiers, like special delivery, right? Like you yeah. have to, you have to walk, no that, retreat. That, no like retreat. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to really change how you're going to, play tactically in the fight sure. um and and those are the notes that bother me more than just like hey i gotta remember to bring a bleed immune or like or a poison immune like i look at diss track or buffed up the same way as i would like oh i gotta bring a bleed immune like it yeah. doesn't it, it affects Fair. who i pick um but doesn't affect how yeah. i play but Fair. it caused a lot of you i mean i can tell you just from the hits on the blog like those those articles about buffed up counters and diss track counters like they were news to a lot of people so sure. people were not used to reading those nodes so i think yeah some earlier node introduction would be good um but what i'd really like to see is kabam utilize their objective system a little bit more and and kind of point people more in the way of taking some detours into other content like incursions, like arena, like the variants, like the side quests, um, 
instead of just beelining to be cavalier. Like, I think it'd be great if when you got, say, your second rank four five-star tech champion, uh, a, a, a pop-up came up and said, hey, you have the appropriate strength level for an initial completion of variant three. You should really think about that. Like the game kind of pointing you more into some of that content that is currently roster appropriate for where you're at. Um, and, and we'll have some nodes. We'll challenge you a little bit. Uh, may take your some time away from you becoming Cavalier, but I think you're going to learn something from that and you're going to get some rewards to propel your account uh, forward. I think I think that's the big thing for me. Is I, I think other than the story quest, probably before Act Four, there there is some stuff there, um, but we're not we're not telling people to do that. Um, the other thing is I think we're talking about the titles being such a big deal is people are going for these initial completions, and what sure. you learn from 100%ing Act Five versus an initial completion of Act Five is drastically different. And yeah. as, as older players, like we 100% at Act 5, because we had nothing else to do, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, and it was the only way yeah. to rank five a five-star. So, of course, we were going to do it. Right. But the, if, if you're, if you're a, a, a player who joined, say, a year ago, and you run an initial completion of Act 5, are you going to stop at 100% Act 5, or are you going to try to become Cavalier no. next? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, Cavalier, what makes sense to do that? Yeah, like that's yeah. that's the thing is like it doesn't it doesn't make sense to to not try to get the Cavalier title at that point, but then you're running into six point one and it's like, wait, no retreat saber tooth. What is this crossbones doing? <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, and and six point one point six. That Sentinel's not terrible, but those are some rough lanes. Like you're running into aspect of war and like champions that go unblockable if if they're regening and maybe you don't know how to counter that yet and that's that's the big thing fair enough yeah no i i am i would totally agree with that like um i think i always think that there's like i remember in my accounts and when i first kind of finished act four and hopped into act five i was like wow it's oh like yeah a huge difference like a huge difference from those two but i mean i remember when act five first came out it was like, oh my gosh, finally, like there's something else to do. Yep. Like we can start like moving and stuff like that. So, and that, um, I, I don't want to kind of steer anything away from, um, kind of what, what like Ghost Dog had in plan, but like one of my things is, and I'm not sure, Dan, I'm not sure. Are you, um, an officer or a leader? Yeah, I've been, I, I recently took a break from, from my alliance, okay. taking the season off, but yeah, I, I was an cool. officer for like the last two years of a you know map six map seven where we were plat three when i left so yeah i was okay. i was offering at that level what what about the dan Ju the frontline junior uh frontline junior is actually uh the leader of our alliance yeah okay <laughs> it's awesome. just easier so, to control stuff okay <laughs> and like i so leader. i have a question so like um is that account like do you like do all the recruiting and all that stuff and and um like do you see it being a, 
a problem, not a problem, but like it really making it more difficult. Like um, what I'm trying to tie in here yeah. is the fact that we didn't have a lot to do in the game when we were progressing. So yeah. everybody was always so focused on Alliance Quest and, and Alliance War and stuff. And that brought everybody together. Now that there's yeah. so much stuff to do, it's really hard to keep people's focus or find those people that actually... Oh, yeah care about your alliance right or care about the 29 other people and i just, oh yeah now that you know that i know you're an officer and especially for the the, the growing account like um, i wanted you to just kind of take on that yeah i think i think at the level i'm seeing where it's new players it's it's pretty much open invite I, i've had a couple of people ask to join uh yeah i think people are just off doing their own thing for the most part for sure you know, maybe about half the people jump into war and jump into AQ. We do a lot of two battle group stuff. But, you know, getting beyond 14, 15 people participating is really tough. Um, For sure. You know, if, if there's people that are, if you're not communicating outside of the actual game, you're, you're not really communicating. That's the unfortunate exactly. reality of it. <laughs> For sure. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, that's um, it's a huge thing. And I think, but I think that also ties into player progression. Like, um, yeah. You know, you everybody, you were constantly pushing the pace. Whereas, I mean, yes, like some do push that pace to get that next level, but once they get it, it doesn't seem like they're pushing anymore. Or, or yeah, like you're saying, they're not diving back into something else because there's a whole lot of new stuff coming out. But yep. that new stuff doesn't really seem to. It only it only seems to like grow your account, I guess, as opposed to um, make you better at the game. I guess is is probably what. Yeah, how there, I'm tying there's it all into. It, it content happens in, in in such a great quantity these days like we've seen so much content over the summer and like when when act five came out like that was that was the goal right like 100 percenting act five it, it everyone was pushing for it it was it was awesome it was like this great group experience and then a lot of the same players were trying to 100 percent labyrinth right afterwards and we had this great groundswell of like all the youtubers doing it it really felt like this event like you're like i gotta raise my game i want to be like that i want to complete labyrinth and it, i just haven't seen a piece of content make a a impact like labyrinth or act five did since then like where it really felt like we were coming together as a community to to complete something like act six just did not do that <laughs> Nope. And, you know, no, at, I, I, yeah. I, I think mo most people, the Maybe vast people majority of people are not going <laughs> to, yeah, they, people quit, people, there's no, you know, people just don't feel incentivized to 100% it at all. I think a lot of people just won't. I mean, I think you do it, now. It, I mean, I know I do now just because of those T5 CCs, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, with the Thronebreaker announcement, they they did goose that a little bit, but... At the same time, there's exactly. there's multiple ways to get that T five CC that doesn't involve one hundred percenting Act Six, which really in a way is kind of cool. Yeah, he, I can really just hang out. Like, you can hang um, out. Yeah, well, I you can know, hang we're... out. Really do a couple side events, and as long as I have some okay RNG, I'll I'll like I've already completed the Grandmaster, so like I already have some. If I just get right. some decent RNG, I'll be able to be Thronebreaker. So. Right. Like you could say, all right, yeah. you know, do I just sit back, uh, collect my, my two 10% from Cavalier EQ? Uh, maybe yeah. I get a couple deals. Maybe I do an abyss path. Uh, maybe see, you know, what the side quests are bringing. Maybe they throw something special at us. Variant five's got a 25%. Like there's different ways to cobble it together. 
where you just you don't have to think about uh 100%ing uh act six like 100%ing act five like if you were pushing you were worried about getting kicked from your alliance if you didn't get act five done in time (laughs) i remember elders bane being a huge thing yep yep yeah yeah if you didn't have that you couldn't join an alliance and right like that was the test i get it (laughs) yep it was you know partially it was a prestige thing and partially it was like you gotta prove you're good enough (laughs) and this is this is how we're gonna we're gonna make you prove it that you're that serious for sure yeah so yeah, I guess we kind of derailed there, Ghost Dog, from the player progression. But I mean, I think it all kind of I know, it, it, all, it all ties. <laughs> in. It's all the same all thing, though. It's For and sure. it's about you know I I don't want people playing a year and getting running into roadblocks and getting frustrated. Like I want exactly you know the sometimes a, as a game you have to find a way to save the players from themselves. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you have to point. That's them the whole in point the right behind direction. the whole community that I do. Is yeah, like, people pointed me in the right direction because I was getting frustrated and game For was sure. fun. But they pointed me in the right direction, and now the game is fun and and, and all that stuff. So that was the whole point of my community and all my alliances is yeah, make the game fun and and help that person as opposed to telling them they're a noob and they suck or something. Like be like, hey man, don't you know you could do this? And now it makes it tough because there's a lot of those people that just want to progress their accounts or they just have this, but. At the end of the day, like for sure, like we want it to be better for that new person because we want our game to stick around. Absolutely, yeah. The games need new players all the time, yeah. And I want to see the game be as as big and as uh, awesome as it can be and last for uh, as long as possible. So yeah, I I I definitely totally agree with you, and and that's been a big part of what I've been trying to do with Frontline. You know, that's that's where that comes from. So. Uh, and, and you see that a lot. Like, I see that a lot from the players that are are interacting with me and that are reading articles. And it's a lot of them are, you know, focusing on that first variant uh, completion or trying to get through Act 5. And they need some advice beyond just, like, get sure. the title and Nick Fury and Aegon are awesome. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, no, and that seems to be the, a lot of advice that's out there. So, no, it's awesome that, yeah. that um, you know, you're kind of putting that. I think that was – I had a general idea to do that, but, like, I – I suck at making guides. Like I just, I end up just jabbering and I don't get to the point. Like I end up worrying about making a cool picture than actually like talking about what I've done. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really remember it. So yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> terrible at graphics. So I just, I just write. And it's, it's always interesting as you, you start putting content out there, what, what you think your thing is going to be and what it becomes like originally, like I really started with like calendar and news announcements, which is really more of a Twitter thing than anything else than, than it gets traffic for the blog. And when I was doing yeah. variant four, I, I put guides together and then it started getting all this traffic. And it was like, Oh, like people like the written walkthroughs sure. because they can, you know, control F and find the one fight versus like yeah. a 20 minute video. It's like, well, where, do, where's the one piece of information that I need? Uh, exactly. but, you no, know, you, you try to find your niche. And that's that's exactly. what it is. Is as a content creator, you just try to find the thing that you know your unique twist on it. What you can do that's a little bit different, and and just try and be helpful from there. Absolutely. Well, you're doing a great job, man. So appreciate it. It is. It is a good job. Thank you. Yeah. The biggest thing I've noticed, uh, and the reason why I brought up the whole topic was um, during my live streams, I always get, out, and I'm sure every YouTuber who's got you know any decent amount of followers gets the same question. I got this champion. What 
I got this. I got this. I got. I'm here at Act Six Two. Yeah. Trying to get through this. How do I get through this? And then the next thing I say is, well, what does your roster look like? So then I I, I have them join my Discord and show me their 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 roster in my Discord, and they have like one rank five champ, maybe mm-hmm. two rank fours, and then maybe a six star R two, and then nothing else from there. It's like, well, you don't yeah. have counter really for the for right because they're not. And they're not spending time. And you ask them, well, how much of Act Five have you done? Well, I just did one clear. Right. They did. They did one clear. They haven't looked at the variants. They haven't really yeah. thought about yeah. roster depth. They're just looking at a tier list. Mm-hmm. And if it's not in the Beyond God tier column, they're ignoring it. Correct. Um, and I, I'm sure that you know you guys would probably agree. You could do a lot of stuff with those champions that that aren't in the Beyond God tier uh, column. You know, you you can, but I think people are worried about making a bad rank up decision. They're like, oh, like who is this champion good or not? Like the whole the whole conversation around Blade these days is just astonishing to me because if you if you joined, like let's say you 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 know you join the game and you say like middle of Act Four, you pull a five star Blade, and you ask like hey is blade any good and you don't know about blade day in the insanity of 2017 <laughs> like, you're are gonna be like nah blade's overrated blade sucks blah blah but you're in the middle of act four right, right. like blade's gonna carry you all the way through act five <laughs> exactly right like that that means something but but there's like oh, wait for nick fury wait for Aegon. for sure and it's like no like you should rank up that blade and like get everything you can out of that dude. <laughs> like he can really, really help you. Um, so, you know, I think we see that and, and it, it, uh, partially that's the advice, but I think what you're seeing is like the, the newer players are seeing this conversation around now and like who would I rank going down, right? Because people are like, well, there's only like one or two champions for a class that's worth a rank three. And that makes them think that there's only like one or two champions that are good. Like there's a whole conversation that's that's being left out there when when people will see that. I think that really harms them because they're not developing the roster because they're they're not given any push to take. Hey, like get some more resources and spend some more crystals and like everything's going to be okay. I had, I had a full blown conversation with a, a, a watcher, a viewer on my stream who told me he's having problems in six, three. And I said, well, have you, and he's one of the guys that I had show me his roster. I said, have you, I said, have you started any of the variants yet? You need to, you need to rank up. Well, I need to get through here so I can rank up more champs through act six. I said, no, you need to go through variant to rank up yep. your five stars so that your five stars can handle the content in X6 so that when you get six stars, you have the six star, the stuff to start breaking up your six stars. I said, you're thinking about it backwards. You're thinking about this is going to get me where I need to be. And, and, and that's not it. You, you, yeah, you can only you can only lot. skip so many steps and you can only unit through so much content before it becomes a problem and your your roster is is just really really underpowered like i i look at it like i don't know how many rank five five stars i have probably like 20 or or something like that 
And I have the philosophies like, well, it's a toolbox, right? Like, you know, do I need magic? Do I need warlock? Do I need sentinel? Do I need gladiator Hulk? Like, those are all quality champions, but they're not the, you know, they're not the Nick Furies. They're not the Dr. Dooms that I also have, but they have instances where they're the best option. And I think for a lot of people, because they can just go in with whoever's their five strongest champions, like definitely through act four and through a lot of act five, they never had to stop and think about the matchup game. They're just like, well, who's, who's my five best. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, that's, no, for sure. Yeah, or the or you know, I mean, how do, yeah, I think there's you have that definite mix. I mean, I would say in your uh, in your alliance, the the junior one, do you have a mix of people who like have other accounts? Like this is their second account as well. Yeah, there's definitely a few people on their second account uh, that have you know come in because they know it's my second account, and there's a few yeah. people that are probably most of the people there are under a hundred k. But there's a couple in like the three, four hundred K that got brought in by their friends and mm. help us with Alliance War defense placement, yeah. <laughs> which is nice. But it, it seems like it seems like every alliance has that these days where you've got some people uh, dropping down. So there's no like easy wins like low level Alliance sure. War is such a crapshoot. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I mean, I was just it's saying, insane. because of that, yeah, those those conversations uh, about like, you know, Blade and. And how mm. he used to not be good or how he was great and that was everything or like colossus how he used to just be awful but now he's amazing so um yeah those co- those those conversations are, are definitely always going on um, yeah the alliances there so, i yeah, i think i think there's a lot of champions that um end gamers and and particularly a lot of the the youtubers just got tired of and yeah, like sure. that's when you talk about champions like blade Champions like Stark Spider-Man, um, maybe, I don't, I don't know, Th- those two come to mind where it's like, you know, Nick Fury became the, you know, the hot new skill character, stealthy yeah. sort of replaced uh, Sparky as like the big powerhouse Spider-Man character. Yeah. It's like those can still, those can still help you. Yeah. you know? They can still get you pretty far. Yeah. They can sure. still Absolutely. get you like really, really far. Yeah. Um, for so sure. no, I know for me, there was like Venom the Duck. I, I used Venom, Venom the, the Duck, Duck to get yeah. uh, Cavalier. I got, I used him my first path in Labyrinth. Um, and other than after all that, like, I'm just tired of using him. Like he just sits there. But yeah, and <laughs> I listen, I, for, for sure, people. Yeah. I, I get it. I, for, for most of the people that, uh, Road Blade all the way through Act Five, a hundred percent. I can see why they're done with him, and and a lot of us did Variant. I'm not very. I did Labyrinth with Sparky and Blade in the in yeah. the pre Aegon days. Like that's that's a lot of time and a lot of work. Like I could see people saying like, yeah, I want to play something something else, but it was like we have to. We always have to remember our perspective of like where we're coming from right. <laughs> when we give Absolutely. that advice. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Now, that's why I do like to have a, a great mix of, of uh, kind of everybody, you know, new people who've been playing a few years or been playing five years or been playing six months or whatever. Yeah. It always definitely yeah. makes for, uh, for some great conversation for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just fun to talk about the game and, and pass it on and, and share some advice. Like I remember when I joined probably my first serious alliance, I need some help with some stuff. And one of the, the guys was just like, 
hey, dude, you know you don't have to finish every combo with five hits, right? Like, I was like, I don't? <laughs> it's like, I want to get the most damage. He's like, you might want to slow down <laughs> and, like, think about the enemy's power meter and, and like, break some what? things up. And he's like, oh, okay. It's like, I was just trying to smash them, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, just get, get it over with as quick as Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, more hits, more damage, right? Like, what else is there exactly. to think about? <laughs> I would yeah, just I, like I was like, oh, I got energy. I got to the next node. Let me just take this fight down. I don't care that it's linked or anything like that. Right. Oh bad. yeah. I didn't even notice it. Let me just take it down. Yeah. And people like, you should probably just relax until that other person takes it down. I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. I'll yeah, for sure. for sure, for sure, for sure. We all, we all gotta learn. We all gotta learn Absolutely. those lessons. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember my first alliance. I didn't even know how to. I didn't even know what a node was. Like he yeah. said, you know how to read a node. I said, what's a node? <laughs> and you still don't. So nothing. No, no. I, I just don't read them. There's a, there's a difference, Moose. There's a difference. <laughs> you know what it is. You still just don't read it. Yeah, but it's you know, it, in fairness to a lot of those new players, it's like some of these champion uh, descriptions are like the the owner's manual for an automobile, and I can understand why someone pulls a thing. And they're not super familiar with the game. And they're just like, well, how do I use this guy? Like, what's yeah. what's going on? Or, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're like, why doesn't my my Symbiote Supreme nullify things fury? And they're like, oh, well, he's like the one champion that's immune to that. And they're like, how is that supposed <laughs> to go? I was like, dude, it's right in the middle of page three of the description. It's there. Right. <laughs> you know, I it's like always these like like one time unique asterisk examples of like what's going on that yeah. can can drive new people nuts cuz they haven't run into it before and i i, I do feel for them in that regards cuz the game has gotten super complicated i mean look at hulkbuster's buff just read right. his page before and read his page after yep right. perfect example i mean yep. you have to i mean i will say this they put out you almost need a manual each champ, like you have to break down a manual for each champ, like for sure. to, to figure out what's going on and have you know here in in this in this section is where you'll find this and in this section is where you'll find this. It's, <laughs> table the descriptions are so long. Yeah, the table yeah, of yeah. I mean, if we didn't if we didn't have great sites like you know Aunt May that kind of break things down and make it a lot clearer because it's it's hard to read that much text on your phone screen. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like, you know, all these unintended consequences now of all these different abilities interacting with each other. And then you throw synergies on top of that and whatever nodes you're go going up against with the defender. Like, it's, it, in some ways, it's too much. <laughs> Absolutely. No, yeah. I, I totally agree. So, um, what else you got uh, over there, Ghost Dog? You got anything else? Well, I think that covers a lot of it. Uh, like I said, I think I, I, I want to talk about this more in later weeks, but we can. I think that covers what I want to talk about with Dan. Kind of leads right into the to some of the news from this week already. We kind of already touched on well, it for sure. I was going to say, yeah, no. One of the things um, I wanted to kind of even just tie into what we were talking about and and how you were saying like the solo objectives, um, how they should really just kind of uh, broaden that a little bit. Um, um, so that was updated. That has been updated kind of over the last week since we last talked to everybody. Yeah. Um, it pretty interesting stuff. I mean, I, my initial thoughts and I still kind of feel that way, but 
um, with later news, I understand it. Um, so like when the, when um, Cavalier solo objectives rewards, you know, first kind of came out about, you know, all the rewards that are updating for two, 22 hour, you know, um, events and all that stuff. I, I just like, I immediately was like, ah, they just, they just feel outdated. Um, but two days later there was talk about Thronebreakers. So I would imagine there's going to be some solo objectives for that. So that kind of makes sense. Like I get yeah. it. There's that next step. They feel up, they feel outdated for me because like, I'm kind of right, like on the cusp, I guess, of a Thronebreaker. Like I'm sure. kind of like a far away from Cavalier, but like close to there. So like, anyway, that's how I feel. So that makes a lot of sense to me, um, which is, I guess, great. It just, I guess the transparency would have been great, but so the solo objectives did come out. So, um, I mean, I guess I, I would assume you probably talked about it on your podcast. So, you know, we don't want to take too much from you cause we want people to listen to that too. But, um, uh, how, how do you feel? How do you feel about the update? Like, uh, generally and everything like that? I, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, I definitely like the increases in gold and I For like sure. that. I just seem to be, achieving a lot more with the same level of play like i've never been one to to target those 22 hour uh, solo events other than level up um you know so, i'm one of those that's like is it level up refresh is it level up is it level up yet like I'm, for sure <laughs> i'm definitely it's been three days without level up what, what's going on <laughs> why is it random <laughs> yeah. you know so uh, there's certain things that i definitely like um you know certainly uh, thank goodness they didn't take out the revive or the units because that would have been a riot. Uh, oh, <laughs> so, like that—that that, that would have been that would have been pitchforks and torches. So, thank goodness they didn't go down that road. Uh, I like the gold. I'm not thrilled with the four star sig stones at the cavalier that level. Stuff, yeah. That, like, I think they probably look at it as like a throw in, and it was either that or nothing. But it still feels bad. Yeah, you know. I almost like, read it I mean, nothing. So, <laughs> yeah, I was going to also say, like, but to, to kind of to our points earlier, like um, for the person who just became Cavalier, all of that four star stuff is going to really kind of like, right, help you kind of go back and do all sure. the other stuff. Right. I mean, you hope you it hope does. you hope it does. It's now the they're not they the gearing you towards that. But yeah. yes, that's what kind of you hope. Right? Like if if I knew that the the Cavalier challenge was going to be a four-star challenge every month. Then I'd be a lot more excited about those four-star Sig Stones because I'd have a reason to use my four stars every month. Uh, because even, even this month, it's like, all right, well, I guess let's, let's pop some more four-star uh, Sig Stones into Captain America Infinity War. I haven't been using him for a year. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. uh, let's break him out of mothballs because all of a sudden I need this dude. And I like yeah. using... Uh, champions at a different star level. I like playing champions I don't have at the higher rarities. I wish they would give me a reason to do that more often, honestly, because um, I like I do like that sort of themed content that's maybe class restricted, that's star restricted. It's kind of why I like the variants so much. Like, give me a reason to shake it up. So, um, but yeah, if they're not if they're not going to commit to doing more with four stars, then it's not. It's not as exciting to me, but I totally get where you're coming from. That, like, maybe it's not just not aimed at me, and I need to let it go. Right. I mean, I we haven't seen any kind of like, um, I guess, update. But you have to assume with them just dropping and updating solo objectives, you have to assume that there's some solo objectives for the Thronebreaker. I would think so. Yeah, I would think. So. 
that that's and you funny. would hope that they would do away with four star six stones and stuff like that. At at that level, yeah, yeah, I definitely hope so. And three stars, because honestly, like at that level, like right, because the throne breaker, like you're you're like so the idea behind the throne breaker is somebody who what um, attacks the grandmaster or takes on the grandmaster for fun. Is that is that like kind of uh, the vibe that like they're trying to throw out there with throne breaker? A little, yeah, a little bit. I mean, well, it's it's definitely someone that's act 6.4 plus right like you you're not going to get the t5cc just from the initial run so you know i i wish they had gone about it in a different way i feel like i get what they're doing with the rank three thing Mm -hmm. i wish they had done it differently um absolutely because I'm, i'm okay with it like i know i've heard a lot of people say oh it should be act six 100 percent. i don't think they want to do that because i don't think they feel like that's reasonable for a lot of people and and i like that there's multiple options to get your t5cc i just wish it had been more of an objective thing where you could get points towards it like if if it can't just be one completion of act six like it should be like like say you needed like 100 points from solo objectives and like an abyss path was like 25 points and a variant exploration was like 10 points. And like you could achieve it through content and not the rank up. And it's like, Hey, you've completed enough of this different end game content that we think you're throne breaker rather than just like, you've completed enough end end game content that happens to have T five CC that happens to match up with the champion that you have in your roster that you want to bring to rank three, you know, because then it would then it would feel better to me because then it's more about like an in-game achievement. I totally get like, hey, it's a new level of a champion uh, rarity and that means something. Absolutely, it means something. It just, it clearly didn't land well. I think it's going to get easier over time. Um, but it would it would take the RNG boogeyman out of the equation <laughs> if they did it that way. It would also exactly. be a lot harder to code. Like, I feel like they, they took the, it's like, well, what's the easiest way to do what we're talking about? It's like, well, let's just make it a rank three rather than like yeah. designing this whole new UI and point system or, you know, like, I don't know, like anyone who a hundred percent's a bitch should definitely be throne breaker. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I would agree no way around that. I, I'm pretty sure, sure they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, they, they could be because they definitely have three T5CC. It's just exactly. like, that's yeah. that. I think that's the frustrating part is that it's like it's a rank up. Like I get the argument that uh, progression is all about your roster ranking up and everything like that. I totally, totally understand that. Like when you get to act six, can't use four stars. Like totally get it. Makes sense. You know, that's how, you know, like that's how you're going to kind of stall you know like you know kind of hinder progression and stuff like that i understand it but yeah like i think the fact that uh people you have to essentially rely on rng or just make a bad decision like or not a bad decision but just a decision for that like in my instance like i have three choices that i'm gonna have i'm gonna have sentinel unduped old man logan or ronin because like those are the ones that i feel that are the best out of my uh not so great six star roster right so now i'm not going to do anything other i'm not going to rank up any more champs until i have next my next rank three no matter who it is whether i use that champ or not that's what i'm going to do now i get that like you know you'd say well that's kind of a dumb move but at the end of the day my roster can really handle everything else so the only thing i kind of need is that little title there to get more rewards so it'd be stupid of me not to just rank somebody right yeah and i think that's dumb (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is. It's kind of weird where you're like, "Hey, 
I'm going to get my most powerful champion on paper just for rewards and then not use it because exactly. it doesn't really help me in content. But if you're in a position where it's not going to hold you back, then I, you're, you're right. I mean, there's no point in not doing it. Uh, exactly. But it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be some weird calculus that we're going to see over the next couple months. I, I'm very interested in seeing what this pushes people to do, where we're headed in terms of, of uh, Cyber Weekend, because I think that is really where a lot of this pressure is coming from, is people want access to the best deals. Um, and if they right. differentiate between Cavalier and um, Thronebreaker paid deals in the unit packs, um, oh, yeah. it's going to be yeah. some salty people about that. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But, I hadn't even thought about I mean, that. Like, doesn't that feel like where it's heading? <laughs> that's exactly absolutely. where it's heading. Uh, that's absolutely. where it's already at. Yeah. Why would they not offer me something to where I'd be able to just have a a, a tier three ca uh, class catalyst or tier five cast? Right. Catalyst? Why would they not offer that to me for money when I've beaten the grandmaster? But like, I don't have plans on one hundred percenting it. But you know, uh, if that deal comes along, I mean, I've kind of shut my wallet at the end of the day, but if that deal happens and it's going to be that easy, I'd be dumb not to. And that's right. exactly what they're setting everybody up for. Yeah, for the people that are on the, the fence going into mm -hmm. cyber, uh, you know, cyber weekend. Okay, like, here's your way to get over the hump. And then for mm -hmm. the people that are already there, well, they know they're going to have these next level deals. So, you know, absolutely, it's, it's something for everybody in their wallets as well. So, yeah, you well, know, I mean, exactly. It's a win win for everybody. It's a win. It's, it's, is it's it really a win, a win for us. Uh, I don't because know. We're, you're kind of like almost not forced in, not forced because I don't want to say anybody's forcing you into it, but it's like, right. It, it would be dumb not to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I it's, it's, it's really about it's a, it's do you, do you feel good? Do you feel good walking away from the purchase? I mean, that's what it's really exactly. about, right. right? Like, if you feel like, ah, I was kind of forced into it, like, that's that's not good. It's like, you know, this is why I don't buy the um, the the offers, right? Like the, the Apocalypse Crystals, the early access bundles, because I don't want to be mad at the game if I pull five three-stars. Like, that, that I don't want to be pissed <laughs> off at my stopped, hobby, yeah. <laughs> right? So I don't do that, even though I really want Apocalypse. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want to risk money on the gamble, and 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 I've got enough stress in my life without being mad at the game, <laughs> you know. So yeah. so I don't do that. But yeah, this whole conversation is 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 crazy. And one thing that Rich and I were talking about that I think is also super interesting is, let's say, your issue is really your six star roster, and and the RNG hasn't gone your way. You don't have six stars you feel confident with and maybe you're looking at that next six star featured crystal it's going to have dragon man that's going to have professor x and it's going to have apocalypse well that sucker isn't out till yeah. december 15th so are you really willing to not open a six star crystal for the next three months through cyber weekend <laughs> and stall your progression right. out because you, you know you really want apocalypse like it's this perfect storm yeah. of trade-offs. It's mm -hmm. amazing. <laughs> For sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, they've they've yeah, no, they've like I think um one of the things I've I've been finding in my like deeper dives into uh, I guess the philosophy behind the game, like the people making the game, right? Um you know, and I think uh, is is like they're they're 
brilliant honestly at the end of the day like oh yeah um, you d you don't have a game one, that lasts I mean, this long and makes this much exactly. money without knowing how to market it <laughs> exactly you know and i mean i feel like at the end of the day like gambling's an epidemic and they're like absolutely preying on it but like it's still in a fun way i guess and like in a relaxing way but there's also like a free to way free to play way to play it but um yeah no i mean absolutely they, they've done it you know they've they've obviously hit the nail on the head there yeah um with how um to make a mobile game <laughs> and yeah make a ton of money <laughs> i mean that's that. that's the that's the thing and yeah i can tell you from playing realm of champions like they know how to make a fun game like you, you oh, don't have anything sure. without a fun game and yeah. I, I feel like they've got another monster on their hands like may, maybe not mcoc level but you've still got marvel intellectual property you've got a you've got a really fun game at its core we'll see how they end up monetizing the gear system but it it feels like they got another one Nice. I mean, oh. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I know you've been playing it and stuff like that. So um, you, I didn't want to get too far into it. Right, right, I, right. I'm not, I don't, I don't care for it. But I just wanted to know if it was fun. And it, um, I mean, if it's fun, awesome. You yeah. Know, like, uh, it's, it's more people to kind of like just get into the game and helps the company that makes our game make right. more money, which, you know, just kind of, I guess, hopefully comes back to us, which that's kind of the thing I've been saying is that like, it, it doesn't feel like it is. Um, that it doesn't feel like they give back as much as we give, but maybe that's just me because I I I bit off a lot. That I bit off a lot in this game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it's yeah. I I can understand. I can understand that feeling. I think I think coming out of the spring and the roadmap, there's I felt the shift. It's it's never going to be perfect. It's and we've all got yeah. that one thing that we really wish they'd fix that that maybe won't get fixed. That's our own little axe yeah, to grind. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think we've seen a much bigger commitment um, from them as far as like updating stuff and, and new content. So I would say, you know, in general, I feel a lot better about the game than I did, say, you know, six or seven months ago. So I like that. I would say, yeah, I would have to agree with that. You know, um, after talking to Karate Mike last episode, um, I, I don't know, maybe I was just kind of going down that more negative stream where I'm trying not to, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> sure, I sure. just try to, like, uh, keep people honest, I suppose, is what it is. But yeah. after talking with him, he, he made a, a bunch of solid points that, yes, it is kind of happening in the, in the same direction. I think my thing is, is that, like, um, in the corporate world and all that stuff, I was great at customer service and, and like, um probably why i don't make it far in the corporate world is because i try to keep people honest and i don't like people lying mm -hmm. so when i feel that the game or the way that they're giving us the information is lying um I, it's hard for me to trust it and all that stuff but um i mean that's just me that's probably how i feel is the communication from them is poor terrible but it's like getting better and, and it does seem that they are um i don't know updating things quicker oh yeah or not it doesn't seem like they're really trying to manipulate things as much out of people um, as much, I guess, as much as just kind of make content, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, there's definitely been, you could argue there's almost been too much content <laughs> the, the past few months. Like, <laughs> totally. it's, they, they went yeah. from, like, super bland, nothing, like, not understanding that people really want more variants to, like, the boss rushes and, and yeah. variants and, and, revising the uh you know the book two beta so there's been some good stuff there i mean communication you know i i've certainly 
had issues with that too. I think I think they're getting better. I think they're trying. I think there's still a gap in understanding how the community digests information that can be yes, can be problematic. I mean, honestly, like the the most viewed um, article on Frontline every month is me explaining the uh, side quest. That gets me the most traffic. And all I'm doing is <laughs> looking at their forum post and yeah. rewriting it. <laughs> right? Like, all the information's there, but, but for whatever reason, the, there's a significant portion of the community that, that can't get what they need out of that post. Like, it's not clear. Right? And it's, exactly. You know, and, like, I understand it. Like, the Mutant Treasure Island thing, they tried something with the pirate theme, and it was fun, but it's like... Players want bullet points. They don't want hidden information. They want they want exact uh, descriptions. They want uh, how many entries is it? When does it end? When does it begin? How many paths exactly. are there? Yeah. Is there energy? Yeah. Like, don't hide that stuff. Like, it's the same questions every month. Like, you, you should For know sure. what it, it is. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly, and they're all relatively the same thing. They have like four or five different side quests. That Absolutely. Kind of wrap up in di- in like different you know packages. Yep. Um, Which probably yeah, means I mean, we're I, due I, for labs next month. <laughs> Oh, right, something like that. <laughs> it's it's been a little while. Oh, Dan, don't, don't talk about I know labs are labs are like my least favorite, and the problem is that like I skip them every time. I know, Mr. Uh, Sinister Minister's like, shh, Dan, don't don't give me ideas. And of course, like Mutant Treasure Island is this like ridiculously OP rewards farming, no nodes, exactly. like pick your own prize. Like it's it's amazing. I get why people love it, but honestly, it's too easy. For like, you, I agree. You know, when what we, are you going to follow it up? What with? are you going to follow it up with? Like, because we're always having this argument, right? Like, are you know, are the rewards worth the effort? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Well, well, uh, you know, uh, Mutant Treasure Island is all juice, no squeeze. Like, can you parry? Because <laughs> then you're getting the prize. Right. All right. Yeah. We- weapon flexes. Like, you know, weapon X. We- exactly. We- yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. I've run yep. into him like twice out of like the- twenty-five <laughs> times. Like that was the first time I fought him was in this event, and when he went unblockable. For- oh, dude. First. Uh- <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Right, what right. Unblockable on Sabu. And you're waiting for the unblockable to go away. No it's like, it's not going away. No it's not going no away. No what, is it going away? I'm in the corner. I'm in the corner. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's funny. But it's not like, sure. when you think of, like, Sasquatch ambushing you, like, every time. In, First, in that, it wasn't happening for two weeks. Right. And then it happened every day. And then it happened every, every day. And it's like, the, yeah. the uh, you know, Weapon X is not... At least for me, he he has only showed up a few times. It's not as frequent, for sure. Not, he is not yeah. Sasquatch yeah, like interference rate. Yeah, I've only but it twice. is interesting what they are going to follow up the side quest with the side quest with. Like, I mean, yeah. is, is it going to is this a turn of uh, you know turn of tables where things are going to be that easy? Was this just like a hey, please join us and and stay for at least another month to see what happens? Like, so um, it is interesting. My my honest thought with why mutant treasure Island is the way it is, is that if the cavalier rewards were a miss, at least they had this ridiculous side quest to like temper everybody for the month where it's like, okay, like I'm not thrilled with, with, um, cavalier rewards, but like mutant treasure Island's awesome. So I'm happy. I'm getting what I want at the end of the day, because if cavalier 
rewards come in too hot, you can never you can never you bring them back, back down. Nope, you can't, you back, can't back down. Like so, you had to come in a little low, right? Because like that's like your salary. Like you're not getting a cut to your do salary. Do you really think? Do you really think you're going to change it though? They might. They're, I mean, you you got to take. In fact, this was the first one they have to gauge the community on how they feel about the rewards. And it, they don't well, want. What were the first two months? weren't the weren't the first? What wasn't like? No, I'm, pla- I'm talking about the. And... Well, I'm talking about the actual event quest. Like the actual oh, cavalier EQ rewards. I thought rewards. that was like. I thought that was the whole purpose they, of those. They were to a test that. to that, but they weren't. It wasn't absolutely anything like it. I, there was some I, stuff about it that was like it, like the some of the like nodes. some of the introduction, like some of the nodes. nodes. I think it was more the nodes. Yeah, I think it was more the nodes, and also like some so, of the yeah, some I of the mean, items being on the lane versus all in all yeah, packaged into the reward. I think I think that was part of it. So yeah, I don't, I'm not expecting a cavalier boost. Is definitely not worth the squeeze there. With it's with a little the, rough with the uh, cavalier, cavalier difficulty quest. in the event quest. Yeah. The juice is not worth the squeeze. I don't like that they the initial clear feels so black compared to the overall. That like yeah. I have no motivation to like put forth all of that effort, especially when there's much more else I could do in the game. Yeah, when you got a side quest like this one that's like Treasure Island, if you're gonna be Yeah, that does <laughs> Yeah, it it's uh with with Cavalier event quest. I'm really enjoying it because again, it's it's those nodes. I like playing into the node combinations, and some of them work, some of them don't. Like the cosmic one was really fun. Um, so, uh, but some of them don't really work. Like the mutant one. I'm I, I've been doing that quest. Like I, I don't think that one really did anything. So it's a little bit hit and miss. But overall, I've enjoyed the content. But it's more from like the the teams that it's made me play has added variety to the questing. Yeah, that's fair. So, and I think I'm also probably further behind on uh, tier five CC than you are, Moose. So um, that there's more an incentive for me. Like the, the if if the rewards mean more to you, then uh, then uh, you don't feel bad. So, well, I was gonna say, but that's the thing. Like uh, for how much effort i'd have to put into the cavalier difficulty like I, I don't find myself being very skilled i find myself very middle of the road um but like i have a, a very you know my roster's up there um like i don't yeah. feel like I, I, I don't feel like what i'm putting into that is worth just maybe waiting an extra month to get those rewards from the side like you know like mm-hmm. if i'm just like a month behind cool then i'm a month behind like I, that's okay with me it, i'm not excited to do that for the rewards that that's i think what it is it's just like <coughs> I, I, yeah. I i am far behind like i think the most i have is like uh 12,000 of uh, of one of the classes okay so like i'm far behind but like yeah. for what it is i'm not excited about it and and what do you think what what would have made you excited? Like, what's missing? Is it is it in the design or is it in the rewards? I still think that the T ten percent T five CC should be should be a selector for, for the, the for the for the for the special quest, not for the for challenge like, for the challenge. Yes, yeah, and not yeah. at random. 
Yeah, I agree. Like I can't. Yeah, I can't open up a six star, and then at the end of the day, like exactly, like I'm still based on RNG. Which I'm I'm okay with not being able to open up a six star as long as you keep the side events the way they are. Because if you have the side events along with the Cavalier and the Uncollected, you can open up a six star and maybe two, depending on you know where you're at in your progression. I I was able to open up two this this month. That's with this month side event. Do you, do we really think we're going to get that many continuing? It, it, if it forward? stays the way it is, I'm fine with them leaving the rewards, rewards the way they are. It just feels a little lacklustered to get through all the Cavalier stuff and then turn around and I still have to do the side quest events to kind of feel like I'm making up for what yeah. I didn't get. Yeah, I was going to say, like, also, you know, just taking away the initial clear rewards was maybe probably the most disheartening well, thing. I don't, they didn't take them away. They put them in by chapter, which I thought was kind of not cool. I, I understand why they were doing it, but it's not the way most people want to approach the content. People want to do the initial clear. As we were talking, yeah, yeah, exactly. And as we were talking about earlier, that's how like that person moves up. They go, oh, let me go do the initial clear. Yeah. Maybe I can't do the initial clear, but okay, maybe just let me work on chapter one. I'll clear chapter one. That's a great way for me to move up a little. Absolutely. Bit. But now it's like, why would I even do that? I have no. There's no motivation for me to do that other than maybe a little bit. I'll give it a go. But yeah. I'm not gonna like waste rewards on it. Like I'm someone that likes to 100. percent a one quest at a time like i don't go for initial clears i go one at a time and it other than stuff like act six where it's like all right i just gotta i gotta do the initial clear because i'm stupid not to but like when i do an event quest i do one map at a time i'll 100 percent it and then i'll move on to the next one 100 percent that map because i feel better i feel better about my play style especially in node heavy content where i'm repeating the same node but a lot of people just feel like that you know they don't like that. They want to want run. They don't like the repetitive nature of that style of gameplay, which is what you're being forced into if you want the rewards. Um, so I, I kind of get that I'm in the minority of consuming content in uh, in that way. Yeah, I mean, I think it just maybe just differently. I suppose I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's it's different. I mean. It's hard to change anything on this community. <laughs> like if you if, right. if you change anything, people uh, you know people freak out. It, you know, is it always justified? No, but uh, you know we are uh, we do love to react to any sort of change. <laughs> How many people are going to freak out about beginner next month? <laughs> the beginner level. Yeah, beginner going away. Well, at least they're putting the units in uncollected. They're putting it uncollected, but then why do they have to take beginner away? That's just right. You're going to hear it. I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, I'm someone that, you know, I love to have my phone out and just auto-fight beginner for those units. <laughs> like, I've got enough energy. Let's do it. How, so how is that, like, if they're really wanting people to, like, progress, how is, like, taking away something from that person in the very beginning helping anybody progress? Because you're getting more just doing the next level anyway. Most people don't do beginner based on their... Um, yeah, just started. What they're seeing, I, I would, I would be interested in seeing like what are, what are the stats for the people that sh- beginner is targeting? Are they actually doing it? So maybe they aren't doing it, or maybe it's just like, hey, like the game's getting pretty thick right now. Like we got to cut something, and beginner 
is an easy thing to cut. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's probably one of those two. Yeah, or probably a combination of both. Yeah, maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a combination <laughs> of both. Like, because would you take for granted to... like this game? It's still just on your phone. <laughs> like, it's a really yeah, complex right. game with a lot of different modes, and it's just on your phone. Uh, so, I, I think that's part of it. Maybe it's just, you know, someone does have to design beginner. Maybe they don't think that's a good use of time anymore. It's probably probably a little bit of all those things. Probably. I agree. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, we've been kind of going for like an hour here. Yeah. Um, anybody, uh, you enjoying the next three days off with the uh, the old AQ break coming up? Oh, loving that loving that AQ break. Those, <laughs> uh, you know, that 72 hours between AQ right. and uh, the seat. Alliance I'm in right now, I, I, I'm in with uh, Kat Murdoch and her group, uh, which oh, okay. uh, they don't uh, – you know, so it's just a little map five, a little map six, no off-season wars. So very much uh, going to enjoy the next 72 hours before we jump into uh, season 21. Uh, but nice. at least we're, awesome. you know, at least it's a little bit of a break for me because I'm jumping from tier three to tier six. So no more defense tactics. Well, <laughs> and I could, <laughs> I could not be happier about having a season <laughs> off from the uh, expert map. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Man. You know, sure. like I, that I, is yeah. that is a vacation, <laughs> and oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> super excited about that. You know, going to play some incursions. Uh, I've got the final two maps for Cavalier. Got to work on a little variant five, and yeah, just uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, just have some fun over the next few days. Nice, yeah. So I was going to say, like, uh, with the break, and you know, we you got the podcast probably coming out in the next uh, day or, or few hours or so. Oh, his oh, guard, yeah, yeah, just dropped. This day, I've been, you know, I was working on this giveaway and stuff like that. So it's all good. I, my bad. <laughs> all good. But yeah. So, um, like, any other videos, any guides coming up from Frontline Junior in the next uh, week or yeah, so? Yeah, Frontline Junior. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, middle of Act Two. Those guides, you know, those guides go really quick because. It's really more about like roster development. It's like, what did I do when I level up? Like, where did my mastery point go? Where's my roster at? And I'm actually, uh, are you guys familiar with um, like uh, bar graph races? Have you ever seen one of those? Like it's, uh, maybe if I have. But... Yeah. Like, so basically it's like a timeline and they do them with like all these different things like sports and countries where it's like the population over time and it grows and you see, things uh like change over time so i'm i'm doing one of those with my frontline junior roster so when i get all the way through act five it's going to be this giant chart of like my top 10 champions on the account over time and it's going to be animated it's going to be pretty cool um and nice. other than that yeah i just uh got to work through the rest of my uh uh chapter three variant five guides got to play it so i can write the guide um and after that we'll see uh you know, we'll see what Kabam um, sends our way for October. We have no idea who the October <laughs> no champions yet. are, except Gabe did tease oh, Beta oh, Ray Bill. He did. He, he did. did. And I, I hope like, he's not messing with us because Beta Ray Bill would be awesome. Dave, did you see what I put, though? I put. I did. Oh, so Dragonman for Realm? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the last time Gabe did it, it was Dragonman. So, and, and it, it was right before. It dropped, but um, it's weird that we've gotten this late into the month and no teases at all. None. And usually, well, somebody also said, isn't it coming in like, isn't the 
we still got to October 7th. So isn't that kind of a little later than normal? It is. It's a five-week month. Yeah. And I, I think they yeah. wanted to get through the full apocalypse release uh, cycle. I think that was one thing. And they did drop a lot of news last week. It was just on For like sure. these solo events and Thronebreaker. So they're probably just trying to space out their own news releases. Makes sense. So, yeah, I, I think that's what's going on. But, you know, like, like everyone else, we want to see... Yeah, you know, who's going to be the hot new character? Uh, will it be a Kabam original? Because it is that time of year where we oh, usually okay, get yeah, one. It's true. usually no, October or November. It's a Kabam original. True. So, uh, hopefully, Gabe. I was going to say, yeah, I am. I was going to say, yeah, I was uh, just putting together some stuff for the radio show. I'm come uh, like so, I, like uh, the Battle Realm radio that we're doing. I'm doing like an arena kind of thing. So, like in between songs, I'll just do like uh, arena things that kind of explain the champs. Uh, so, like right now, doing Apocalypse and Venom the Duck. Nice. And uh, part of it will be like kind of look at it, a history of when they came out, when they were introduced to the game, the other champs or, or things like that. Uh, and one of the things I found was, yeah, yeah um, that's a good point that you say that, that this is about time because Symbiote Supreme and uh, Venom the Duck came out in October of 2018. Yeah, yeah and so, uh, Guillotine 2099, October last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that'll be fun to see. Um, Maybe Bay Ray Bill and somebody else. Yeah, I mean they—they've been the—they uh, usually make the original characters pretty special. So uh, I think you know, we've seen that with Aegon, and we've seen that with Gilly twenty ninety nine, and um, yeah. it seems like the original characters just—they—they're usually pretty powerful. So that—that that is exciting if you're talking about eventually, you know, a featured five or six star crystal with. Uh, Apocalypse and Beta Ray Bill and a really strong original oh, wow. character. That That's pretty exciting. Right around December? Yeah, right around December. Yeah, <laughs> December 15th. <laughs> you know, you save up those... Right around, yeah. Yep, say, save uh, save up your, your cyber uh, weekend. Six-star hordes uh, probably be getting that uh, six-year anniversary calendar around that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a crazy month for sure. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Save those iTunes gift cards or Google Play gift cards. That's right, uh, that's right. From your family. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, I was like, get me that iTunes gift card, and then it's Amazon. It's like, what am I going to do oh, with I this? <laughs> yeah, just the wrong one! Log into that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, uh, Ghost Dog, what you got coming up this week? Uh, this week will be some Act 6. Uh, with okay. War season starting, uh, back in Alliance. So I'm probably going to do a video uh, talking about being back in Alliance, my first week back, some of my okay, ups cool. and downs of that. And then, uh, yeah, just probably working a lot on Act 6 this week before, before the season kicks off. Nice. Awesome. Well, we definitely look forward to that, sir. Um, but yeah, no, we'll we'll definitely check that out. So yeah, I, I'm just uh, I'll be working on a, a few things this week. But I also I didn't want to forget I have this the wheel ready. I don't want to uh, forget like I don't, did last. Don't time. forget the wheel, wheel man. Ready, we do our giveaway. Don't forget the wheel because that's what I'll be doing this week. I'll be working on some more uh, some more stuff as far as like giveaways and all that. We got the the cosmic crystal going on today. Um. But yeah, interested about that. My um, my girlfriend, she's actually we just remember that group, that little baby group that I put out there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we're gonna we're putting that out too. Venom, I just got confused. I got thrown off by Sinister Mister. <laughs> Venom Mister. Ray Bill, like that would be amazing. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, no, she's like, uh, we're putting that up. That's uh, the little baby group, little cactus and stuff like that. She'd put that up, shopcrop.com. Um, but yeah, so I'll be doing a bunch of that stuff. But why can't I share my screen? My computer is just being a turd right now. But here we go. Um, can y'all see this? If anybody's in there and want to see the crystal spinning. So you know that I'm not like, you know, faking it or whatever. But here, let's check it out. So yeah, man, I'll be working on some stuff too. Um, why is it not going? Um, so yeah, like nobody really got those like little prototype crystals. <laughs> so I was going to give those out. Um, Dan, I was going to give you one as well. Ooh, so, thank you. Welcome. Thanks for being a guest. I appreciate it. Thanks uh, for having me. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, it was more Super or less like, like a, you know, just like a, a thank you for all like the, the fun stuff that, uh, you know, and awesome stuff that you do over there at Frontline. You know, I'm just kind of giving back to the community and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, and Ghost Dog, definitely working on your package still. Um, you know, got to a lot of fun stuff. I'll be getting you the crystals and all that. So excited about that. And are you serious? I was going to say, if that Lake Crestwood National Park was, I don't even know him. Is it Trenton? Or is it Corey? Is Corey going to win? Uh-oh. He can't hear me, though, because I don't know what was going on, on my YouTube, guys. I'm totally sorry that my YouTube wasn't working. But, hey, congratulations, Corey. Looks like you're the winner, dude. Unless it keeps going all the way over to Rolo. Nope. Congratulations, Corey. You were the winner. Now, we didn't give you a doom because I know that, uh, you know, Ghost Dog steals all those. But uh, you'll be getting this fancy crystal here, uh, the cosmic one. And I haven't what? thought about actually which next one, which one I'm going to do next week. So what, what just happened? I, I, I don't know what just happened on my Discord. I'm on my phone now. Your Discord I, gave out? Oh. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Corey Guns won. I, Corey? Oh, Corey doesn't yeah. deserve anything. <laughs> I was going to say, that's probably what happened with the computer, right? Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Corey won, and your computer just freaked out. It just, um, uh, yeah, it no, kicked yeah. me out, like, right as you started the wheel. Really? I wonder if that's because, like, uh, my computer is just not having a good time and with the server and all this stuff. Well, it shouldn't, it shouldn't um, have done anything with my side. <laughs> well, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, man. I don't know. My computer's been in pain all day, man. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know. Uh, but hey, we made it. We made it all the way through this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, Dan, awesome, awesome, man. It was, a, it was definitely great chatting with you. I know we awesome. kind of like, uh, you know, just kind of texted back and forth here and there over some random things. But uh, it was definitely awesome to finally get to chat with you and stuff. Uh, great yeah, conversation. Appreciate great it. little chat. Yeah, thanks for coming yeah. on. Ghost Dog, Love thanks for bringing him aboard. Yep. Yeah, I, I knew I knew you really wanted him on at one point, and when he agreed to come on this week, I was like, "I'm not telling Moose yet." <laughs> well, I could, I'm glad I could be your uh, your surprise uh, secret uh, there, Ghost Dog. And uh, you know, the, the best part about this community is, is for me is to collaborate with other people. So I always I always enjoy when I get to uh, talk about the game with people because I don't get to do that in real life. For sure. You know, other than my wife just being like, hey, how are your macaque buddies doing? Which is what she calls the, <laughs> That's what she calls the game to needle me. She's like, oh, how are the, how are the people on your phone? <laughs> and it's like, they're real, damn it. 
They're real people. They're real I'm people. Real. They have feelings, oh, and awesome. they and they care about the fact that I can't pull Aegon from a dual class. <laughs> Those dual class. They understand. Oh my gosh, dude! I so, dude, I pulled Aegon in my alt account the other day, and I was like, when I opened this, and it started spinning, and when I was like, it's gonna land on him. And I'm going to be so pissed. Right, off. you're actually mad about and, it. You know, I am. And, <laughs> right. and it was the ten thousand. It was the ten thousand that they gave me for. It's like the login one. Right, so of like, course. Oh, cool. Here's yeah. the awesome free one. So that's the free. The last one they gave us, the free one that was like the you know like legend crystal or whatever. I got Doom. Like, right. No big deal. Ridiculous. <laughs> like I can't earn them, but you can give them to me right on my other one. It's right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, but yeah, man. No. So, uh, crazy. Yeah, no, crazy. But yeah, no, it's, it's awesome stuff, guys. Thanks everybody for joining us. I, again, I apologize. I don't know what's going on on YouTube. Uh, yeah, Purple Ravioli, Corey Guns. Uh, I know Ilac, he popped in on the YouTube and tried to help me out. So, uh, thanks for those dudes. Uh, yeah, Billy D, Dan, always a pleasure. You're already in there. Don't need to read you. Uh, <laughs> Dragoon, Gito, Grim Reaper, you hanging out, man. I appreciate it. Joan, John, Jonas, Joan, that dude. John Show. Manny and Sinister Mister, man, you've been there the whole time, man. You've been showing up. I definitely appreciate it, man. Everybody, it's been a blast. It has. 27 episodes we've been doing this, Ghost Talk. Over six months. Right. Crazy, dude. Crazy. It's been fun. Uh, but yeah, so. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Any, any parting words? Uh, for myself, no. Everybody have a great week, man. It's uh, recover. Sure. You just moved out of summer into right. the fall. Uh, We'll have fall here in Indiana for about two weeks, and then they'll move to winter. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy that. <laughs> I'm in Southern California. Yeah, so you're like pretty good. You're like, what's winter? <laughs> <laughs> I was in Pennsylvania, so I know exactly what it is. Oh yeah, it's awful. So I feel for you. <laughs> All right, well, hey Dan, thanks for jo- joining us again today, yes, and Dan, uh, yeah, have a great rest of your week. Man. Thanks, guys. Uh, with- All right. Happy grinding out there. May the RNG be kind.